2: Keep you well, and that's what you get with Balance of
3: Nature. Start now by going to balanceofnature.com and don't forget to use discount code KMC.
4: Our ministry will only grow, there will be many more followers, but I have chosen you 12 as my apostles. You're sending us an apostle is the same as a messenger, one who I know what it means, Matthew.
5: The acclaimed series returns in a unique theatrical experience.
4: I am sending you out two by two. You will proclaim as you go, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. You will heal the sick and the lame. You will cast out demons. Why are you all looking at me like that?
3: Could you just repeat that one more time? On November 18th, see Jesus through the eyes of those who followed him.
4: Heal the sick.
5: Cast out demons.
6: Was
4: that a ceremony
6: I
5: missed?
4: This is it. don't feel any different. I don't need you to feel anything to do great things.
5: The Chosen Season 3 begins with episodes 1 and 2 in theaters. Visit thechosentickets.com today.
6: Hello, I'm Mike Vendell, inventor of MyPillow. Thanks to your support, you've helped make MyPillow become one of the fastest growing companies in America. Over the last 12 years, you've helped My Pillow create thousands of jobs right here in the USA.
5: When I got my pillow, I'm asleep
7: code KMC Coming to
0: theaters January 26th Left Behind, Rise of the Antichrist Was it the rapture? Yes,
1: I saw it happen
6: You're
7: listening to Kevin McCullough Radio Breaking News What It Means and Why It Matters.
6: Uh, Kevin McCullough, and here we go. Five, four, three, two, one. Obliterating confusion, amplifying truth,
7: and pursuing
0: clarity. Kevin McCullough, no, no.
7: All right, we've got a ton of stuff to get to today, uh, but what is happening by way of election integrity for 2024? Are there any. Updates or reasons to be hopeful that the 2024 election will be cleaner. We have the attorney that Donald J. Trump has hired to spearhead that effort joining me now.
3: Something interesting is happening with this. Kevin McCullough, let me start with you. I found this thing at townhall.com by Kevin McCullough. The big dog has come out of nowhere. Kevin McCullough. I just want
7: to
6: help people think.
3: Nationally syndicated radio host and author of No
6: He Can't. He's playing the role. As well as he
0: could. Kevin McCullough is a nationally syndicated radio host and author of No He
6: Can't. The odds are he's right. It's Kevin McCullough Radio.
7: All right, uh, very glad to have you with us. You know, in in the world of talk radio and in talk media in general, I. I try to add as many of the female voices to the mix as I possibly can, just because I think when you're dealing with talk radio and it's mostly men talking to men, you miss out on probably the the wiser part and at least half of the conversation. So I learned a long time ago, let's get the entire conversation going. And that's why I'm uh, eager to welcome my next guest, who is a brand new author writing all about the very thing she's watchdogging for the former president, who has now declared his candidacy to uh, run for president again. Uh, we are talking about the uh, the person, Donald J. Trump, and his attorney, Christina Bob. Please welcome her to the broadcast.
8: Thank you so much for having me. It's an honor to be here.
7: Stealing? Uh, well, I want to make sure I get the title of the book right. And, and it's just brand new out, so I, I don't. I really don't want to mess it up. Stealing Your Vote, The Inside Story of the 2020 Election and What It Means for 2024. Christina, I lost my... Uh, Twitter account because I documented the things that were going on in 2020 yeah. the same day as your boss did. Uh, they they he had he had retweeted me a handful of times within the previous couple of weeks that probably didn't help my case in the <laughs> eyes of the then Twitter gods. But I I feel like a lot of us that talked about election integrity in those immediate days following the 2020 elections have been. Justified in many ways and, and yeah. kind of vindicated. Your book probably deals with this, um, but what did we get right and what did we get wrong?
8: Yeah, well, I think what we got right is that there were problems. There were a lot of problems. And I think, you know, I spent months on the ground in Arizona, Wisconsin, Michigan, Pennsylvania, all over the place between the 2020 election and now talking to the mess. The difference between Wisconsin and Pennsylvania as far as their investigation is the state actually did the investigation. You had the state legislature fund that investigation that Michael Gableman and Janelle Branch and really had a heavy hand in In Pennsylvania. The state itself didn't actually do anything, but there were a number of grassroots efforts that went out and did. And that's what I disclosed in the book. A lot of information about what happened in Pennsylvania. Now the trick is getting the state to act on it to, to your point.
7: Well, and I think that this is still a, a heavy lift even for 2024, because oh. as we have been watching, With our bare naked eyes, Arizona is no better today than it was in 2020. And in fact, the continued revelations. And I'm kind of thankful that Carrie Lake is willing to spend the money and do the stuff that she's doing because she's the only one that is, you know, still talking about it and being persistent to bring it to people's attention. But that is a really problematic uh, process that they have there. And it seems to me that they don't really much care about wanting to get it fixed.
8: Well, I think the people in power don't want to get it fixed. You're right. And they they like having this monopoly on the elections and being able to select whoever they want to be the governor of the state. I mean, does anybody really believe that Katie Hobbs was actually more popular than Carrie Lake? I mean, not a chance. It's a repeat of 2020. And I think Arizona proves the point that there was a problem in 2020 and we need to correct it. And I think Carrie Carrie Lake's race and her lawsuits are showing people that. I I think we will correct it. And the example that I use is the advantage that they have is they have the high ground, right? The radical left or the swamp, whatever you want to call them, have taken these positions of power, whether it's the governor, the secretary of state, some of the state legislatures, whatever. And they kind of have the high ground as far as the power goes. Our advantage that we have is there's more of us than them. There's more people who want clean and fair elections than those who want to manipulate and control it. And so the way we use our advantage to our advantage is to get involved. I mean, everybody has to put their weight behind this topic to correct it, because if we don't, to your point, I mean, we're in trouble. Things things did not improve enough between 2020 and 2022 to make the correction. There is plenty of places to make corrections and to improve this, but to do it, we have to have everybody involved and everybody focusing on this.
7: People ask me on a regular basis, Kev, where do we start? I always say it's the voter rolls. If your voter rolls have not been even looked at in recent years, um, you've probably got dead people there. And the danger, and I thought that Dinesh D'Souza's film really pointed this out quite well, it wasn't that they had to gin up a lot of phony ballots for people that weren't on voter rolls. It's that they just sent ballots to every name that was on very, that were on very bad voter rolls, and then they just had to go out and harvest and collect and and get them voted the way they wanted to. Um, without having, you know, bucket loads of fake uh, ballots out there. Just just send out the ones that uh, people that aren't really around anymore. And I know that in in the state of New Jersey, a friend of mine personally got a ballot sent to his house that was for his deceased father-in-law. I saw it with my own eyes. So, I mean, I know this stuff was happening. We're speaking with Christina Bob, who is attorney for the Donald J. Trump for president 2024 campaign. And um, Christina, I know that you're also following the document scandal and we just oh, have yeah. a few minutes left, but there's a ton of difference between the uh the overreaction with the Mar-a-Lago raid and the the documents carefully placed on the floor and the photograph taken and, and all of the all of the drama that went with that when in fact they were behind a locked door that the Secret Service and the archives yeah. had said, please put this kind of lock on there and so forth. Um, versus uh, yeah, I think they're in the file box next to the uh, the jack in the garage over there that right. uh, the Biden crew is is dealing with. What's yeah. What's the difference in, in your assessment as an attorney? What will the outcome be?
8: Yeah, it's night and day. I mean, President Trump had the legal authority to possess everything he possessed. He was not in possession of anything illegal. As the president, he's covered by the Presidential Records Act. And he alone, as the president, determines what's appropriate for him to keep and what's not. So he legally had the right to everything. Joe Biden, on the other hand, his documents come from his time as vice president and all the way back to his time as a senator. He did not have the legal right to keep those documents. So he actually does have criminal liability in the sense that he wasn't entitled to those documents in the first place. Then, of course, as you pointed out, in Mar-a-Lago, they went from the White House to Mar-a-Lago. They were behind locked doors on uh, very secure premises with private security guarded by the Secret Service, and, you know, one or two people that actually had access to that area. So it was very secure, unlike Joe Biden, where they're strewn all over the place, and I think we're at up to five different locations now. And the way that the FBI and the Department of Justice is handling this is is night and day. I mean, President Trump, he himself extended an opportunity, we will show you whatever you want, we will be very cooperative, you know, you're entitled to see anything. And not only did they not follow up and ask to do that, their next step was to raid Mar-a-Lago, whereas Joe Biden hasn't necessarily extended any courtesy other than the FBI saying, "Okay, you guys look for a long time. We're going to give you several months to do this. And then we're going to come in and help you because you keep messing it up. After NARA, the National Archives, has been telling us for months that there are no classified documents outstanding from the Obama administration. So was NARA lying to us? Why should we believe them what they're saying about Donald Trump now? I mean, the government has been caught in lie after lie after lie and hypocrisy, hypocrisy, hypocrisy. So... I think we're going to see a tap dance. You know, we're going to see them try to pretend. Oh, there's like no
7: doubt. That's the whole it. reason the special counsel exists. It's not because they're going to get to the bottom of anything. It's so that they can say, we can't comment on it because it's under investigation. And we don't want to we don't want to mess with the integrity of the investigation. Yeah. Um Hey, um Christina, congratulations on the book. And friends, uh, She uh she breaks it all down for you and makes sense of what you need to know going into 2024. Go out and get it. Stealing your vote. Uh, and the uh, impact, the inside story of the 2020 election and what it means for 2024. Christina, come back and see us again sometime.
8: You got it. Thank you so much.
7: Kevin McCullough coming right back.
2: Keep you well, and that's what you get with Balance of Nature.
3: Start now by going to balanceofnature.com and don't forget to use discount code KMC.
4: Our ministry will only grow, there will be many more followers, but I have chosen you 12 as my apostles. You're sending us? An apostle is the same as a messenger, one who. I know what it means, Matthew.
5: The acclaimed series returns in a unique theatrical experience.
4: I am sending you out two by two. You will proclaim as you go, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. You will heal the sick and the lame. You will cast out demons. Why are you all looking at me like that?
3: Could you just repeat that one more time? On November 18th, see Jesus through the eyes of those who followed him.
4: Heal the sick,
5: cast out demons.
4: Was that a ceremony I missed? This is it. I don't feel any different. I don't need you to feel anything to do great things.
5: The Chosen season three begins with episodes one and two in theaters. Visit thechosentickets.com today.
6: Hello, I'm Mike Vindell, inventor of My Pillow. Thanks to your support, you've helped make My Pillow become one of the fastest-growing companies in America. Over the last twelve years, you've helped My Pillow create thousands of jobs right here in the USA.
5: When I got My Pillow, I'm asleep.
7: Code KMC.
6: Breaking news as it happens. You're listening
0: to
7: Kevin McCullough Radio. Okay, everything I just pondered in the monologue aside, because, again, that's all my perspective as to, you know, when I when I when I get joked with from Eric Metaxas about being uh, Vodestradamus, it's kind of just what I see. I don't have I don't have any you know um, pieces of evidence in front of me other than what I presented in the monologue. But is there is there a ploy to get rid of Biden? Is it time to to undercut him and to say we're done with you by the people that installed him? It's that's I think it's an interesting question to ask. But I want to move from that to the actual legality that he is dealing with and the and the kind of the consequences that he's facing uh, given the. <laughs> Continual nature of every couple of days a few more things being found in various places. Here to discuss is Andrew McCarthy. He's a senior contributor um, and expert over at the uh, National Review and, of course, a former prosecutor here in the Southern District and uh, probably one of the best legal eagles in all of media. Andy, always appreciate your time. Uh, You're so generous uh, to grant it to us on a regular basis. Um, There's been a lot of speculation about why, the press is going after the president uh, now, when they ignored a lot of stuff early on. But the real, I think the real news making stuff here is the actual there that's there and com- contrast and compare for us the difference in kind of what the media purported the Trump documents to be as opposed to what they were versus what we are continually digging up with uh, Mr. Biden from, from, from the legal and the legal jeopardy perspective.
9: Well, thanks so much, Kevin. I, I don't know that we know much about the substance of the Trump documents. There was a lot of stuff that I think irresponsibly was put out uh, along the lines of, you know, that some of it was uh, nuclear codes and that sort of stuff. I think the most reliable thing that we can glean about it is, that it is the level at which some of it was classified. With respect to the Biden stuff, I think the interesting contrast has been that with Trump, they were willing to do what they weren't willing to do with Hillary, which is say uh, we have to enforce the Espionage Act and other federal law to the letter, which means you go after somebody if they've been irresponsible with classified documents. Uh, with Biden, we're back to the Comey-Hillary standard. So, you know, what we're hearing is, well, you know, look, uh, There's no evidence that there was any intentional violation here. This was just an inadvertent misplacement. (laughs) And, you know, it's not like he was willfully trying to sell the country out to our enemies. Uh, You know, the kind of stuff they were saying with respect to Hillary, meaning no reasonable prosecutor would prosecute an offense like this based on, like, what the Espionage Act actually says. You'd have to show all these other additional things. Uh, it's just that, those and that was Comey's exact phrase.
7: Very- that was Comey's yeah, right. exact phrase nope. in his re- in in his report on Hillary's documents. No uh, responsible prosecutor would 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 charge
9: her. Yeah, and as a long time, I guess unreasonable prosecutor, it turns out, I, I didn't think he was
10: right about that.
7: <laughs> well, I appreciate that candor.ness um, There's another thing that keeps getting asked of me by listeners, um, and that is, you know, whether whether there was an argument to be made or not no one can dispute the fact that he was the commander in chief and on some level had an argument about who got to keep those documents uh, as you know, the commander in chief has the right to declassify and to keep different things. And every president, as far as I know, in my lifetime has had a disagreement with the archives about what they could and couldn't keep. And it usually gets worked out and the museums end up getting what they get and the archives keep what they keep. Um, but it all usually works itself out in the end. Um, Biden's documents, he was he was never commander in chief. There was never executive privilege for him, was there, Andy? And how does that impact uh, any if 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 anything here is does it make any impact on the on the argument that, you know, this is no big deal?
9: Well, you know, I think executive privilege is something that belongs only to the president, but it's, it, it could be asserted by other executive officials. In fact, we've seen that in some of the investigations of Trump where, you know, even people who were former executive officials like Steve Bannon uh, tried to assert executive privilege. It just means that you're not supposed to compromise your communications with the president, essentially. But, you know, you are right that only the president has authority to declassify anything that he chooses to declassify, whereas the vice president has very limited ability to declassify. Basically, the, the vice president is what's known in the law as a, an originating classification authority, which means if a, a sitting vice president sees government, sees in government files information that he believes if it fell into the wrong hands would would uh, compromise national security, he can direct that that be classified. And if he di- anything he directs that be classified, he can also direct that it be declassified. But Vice presidents don't even usually use that authority. Yeah. And like, for example, if the CIA classifies a the document, the vice, the vice president can't declassify it because the CIA is the originating authority. The right. only one in the executive branch who can declassify anything is the president. And Biden did not have that authority. And he certainly didn't have it when he was in the Senate right you know, we're now finding that he had documents- this stuff
7: in delaware it's from back dates back from his days in the senate we're speaking with andy mccarthy um andy the the what what type of um jeopardy is there for the president this time and a lot of people have asked me this why why did he send lawyers to go in there and look through everything instead of just normal clerks that could have just gone and gotten it and taken it to the archives what's What's he What's he worried about? Why is he having you know very specific eyes look at this stuff?
10: Yeah, well, my
9: my sense, Kevin, is that um, this is a this is a sort of a tactic that uh, politicians use where they get um, lawyers to do things that are ministerial tasks, and then if anything blows up, they can later say, uh, you know, we can't tell you about that because of attorney-client privilege, privilege claim that they can't (laughs) talk about it because right because the Cause the lawyers are telling them they can't. So I suspect, I mean, I'm speculating here, but I think this is pretty educated speculation. Um, in November, you know, Biden knew there's a very strong chance that the Republicans were going to win the House. There was a good chance they had a chance of winning the Senate and that they would have subpoena authority. They were vowing in the campaign that they were going to look into Biden and the Biden family's dealings with foreign governments for you know very lucratively for millions and millions of dollars and i imagine uh, what he did was he had you know we don't know what kind of evidence of his private dealings was lying around his um his office and i imagine he had lawyers pack it up rather than having other people pack it up because it's harder to get lawyers to testify
7: well that would make um What happens next? I think even more interesting. Where will where will this go? What's your what's your hunch on where this uh, ends up being litigated, debated, prosecuted?
9: I think it it becomes a black hole unless the Republicans uh, in a in a competent way use their subpoena power and conduct hearings and pursue this, because I think otherwise the point of appointing a special counsel is just to say, uh, we can't talk just about to bury now it because it's under investigation. Yeah. yeah.
7: Yeah. All right. That makes sense. Well, Andy, I always appreciate your insights and you're always seeing it from four different dimensions uh, than I can. And so I, I'm very grateful. Thank you for your time. Happy new year. And thanks for being back. My pleasure, Kevin. Great to talk. You to got you. it. Yeah. As always uh, coming up, we've still got a huge show. Dr. Gina Loudon will be here. We're going to discuss another angle on some of this and a little bit later, a check of the markets. John Tamney is back And, of course, my final thought for the day. It's all straight to come on Kevin McCullough Radio.
0: When Hope is Hard to Find. A new collection of real life stories from Fox News' Harris Faulkner reveals how salvation came when it was needed most. Faith still moves mountains. Miraculous stories of the healing power of prayer. Go to foxnewsbooks.com to pre-order now.
2: Do you know color is vital to your health? I'm not talking about the color of the walls in your house or your car or your clothes. I'm talking about the color of the food you eat. A colorful diet is a part of staying well because many nutrients are color. The antioxidant is whole produce. It contains all the vital parts in balance. Color, taste, and smell keep you well. And that's what you get with Balance of Nature.
3: Start now by going to balanceofnature.com and don't forget to use discount code KMC.
6: Hello, I'm Mike Vendell, inventor of MyPillow. Thanks to your support, you've helped make MyPillow become one of the fastest growing companies in America. Over the last 12 years, you've helped MyPillow create thousands of jobs right here in the USA. Buy one sec, get another one absolutely free. Or get my classic premium MyPillow and get another one absolutely free. So call the number on your screen or go to mypillow.com and use your promo code to get my buy one, get one free offers and get deep discounts on all my pillow products.
7: That's mypillow.com, promo code KMC.
0: Coming to theaters January 26th, Left Behind Rise of the Antichrist.
1: Was it the Rapture?
0: Yes,
7: I saw
1: it.
0: Happen. After millions of people vanish and the world falls into chaos, a charismatic leader rises to become head of the United Nations.
1: How do we know who we can trust? Trust God.
0: Starring Kevin Sorbo, Neil McDonough, and Corbin Burnson. Left Behind Rise of the Antichrist. This film is not rated but suitable for ages 13 and up in theaters for four days only beginning January 26th. Go to leftbehindmovie.com. Coming to theaters January 26th. Left Behind Rise of the Antichrist.
1: Was it the Rapture? Yes.
0: Fusion amplifying truth and pursuing clarity. It's Kevin McCullough Radio.
7: If you're like me, when you see the headline almost every day and you see someone somewhere advocating for more money for Ukraine, you may be scratching your head a lot and saying, well, wait a minute, doesn't it seem like we're throwing more money after bad uh, to try to fix things that should have already been fixed? Uh, Kevin McCullough, glad to have you with us. Uh, I, I will be candid early on greatly desired the u.s to come to ukraine's aid because i hate putin i think putin is a monster and i think he needed to be stopped and prevented from taking over just some other country in europe um but as of late it seems like there aren't enough billions uh in the uh, u.s treasury to keep him satisfied but what has that all produced for us my next guest might have an opinion about that brandon weikert is author of Winning Space, How America Remains a Superpower, and also The Shadow War, Iran's Quest for Supremacy, as well as Biohacked, China's Race to Control Life. Uh, and he also is the chief correspondent at the Weicker Report. Uh, Brandon, welcome back. Good to have you. Congrats on all the books. Um, let me ask you very simply. You believe that America's strategy in Ukraine has been failure, I think a lot of Americans are at least asking that question. But why are we asking that question?
10: Well, it's because we've been told by our media and by our elected people, both in the United States and also in the NATO countries, that victory's right around the corner. And yet every time we turn around, it looks like victory is far from the corner. In fact, it's moving farther away. It's a mirage. Uh, and the reason is because we have not had uh, a strategy that marries the proper ends, ways, and means to achieve victory. We haven't even de- decided what victory is. Victory is, uh, to some people, it's uh, what I thought it was going to be, which was preserving the Ukrainian state's sovereignty as best as possible. Uh, but we've now moved beyond that to now the, the goalposts have shifted. We have mission creek. So now they're talking about the war will end when the uh, U- uh, Ukrainians are able to Uh, overthrow or inspire the Russians to overthrow the Putin regime. Uh, And then now they're saying uh, in the pages of Foreign Policy magazine and Foreign Affairs, they're saying, well, the the real end needs to be the the dissolvement, the dissolving of the Russian Federation as a state and partitioning it into smaller countries. And all the meanwhile, I'm sitting there going, this is a country, Russia, that has the world's largest nuclear weapon stockpile. This isn't something that they're just going to let happen. And the more they hear this, The more they escalate in the war, and the less likely it is that we will have an off-ramp to peace. In fact, I'm now under the impression that Putin's going to fight to the death on this thing. And if that's the case, it's going to mean the death of NATO, because we do not have the resources or the attention span or the time to throw into Ukraine what needs to be thrown into to give them a chance at actually surviving what's coming over the next six months from Russia.
7: So what is coming over the next six months from Russia?
10: Well, you now see the Russian Federation has moved from a partial mobilization and calling this conflict a special military operation, which, you know, even though it was very nasty so far, there were certain limitations the Russians put on themselves. Now those limitations as of December of last year have been removed, and now this is being called a total war. Uh, The Russian state has totally mobilized. They have anywhere between 300,000 and 350,000 troops they're mobilizing right now. They're taking their time moving new armor equipment uh, that far outnumbers what the Ukrainians have at their disposal. They're taking their time and moving that and positioning it uh, in a way that will allow them to basically a trice that is to bleed the Ukrainians dry over the next six months. And once they bleed the Ukrainians dry, they're then going to punch through with that armor. And they're going to basically uh, go all the way likely to keep. Um, And all of this could have been avoided had we actually had a sensible strategy that outlined what it was we were trying to achieve uh, that was obtainable within a year or so. uh, And we haven't done that. And so now the Russians are totally committed. They're all in. There is no off ramp. And Ukraine is closer to Russia. Ukraine uh, is running out of troops. There aren't enough NATO troops to go in covertly and help them. Uh, and so now we're at a point where we very well could have NATO being pushed directly to intervene, and that's a world war, and I don't think anybody really wants that. And if it came to that, I think you'd see major protests throughout the West that would really stymie the ability for the United States to effectively fight Russia. And what are we fighting them for? I'm still confused, and I think most Americans still have no idea what exactly beyond ukraine's sovereignty which is all but gone now what what are we fighting them for what are we risking nuclear warfare for when we've got a lot of other fish to fry notably the chinese situation as well as domestic turmoil that's really killing us right now
7: yeah Uh, that's uh that's a pretty bleak outlook but i have very little evidence (laughs) to push back against it with uh, brandon this is (laughs) one of the reasons why you want to read the uh, weikert report and get his books brandon weikert thank you for being with us today
10: Thank you, sir.
7: You got it. Kevin McCullough coming right back. Don't go away.
6: Buy one sec, get another one, absolutely free. Or get my classic premium my pillow and get another one. Absolutely free. So call the number on your screen or go to mypillow.com and use your promo code to get my buy one get one free offers and get deep discounts on all my pillow products.
7: That's mypillow.com promo code KMC. When hope is hard to find. A new collection of real life stories
0: from Fox News' Harris Faulkner reveals how salvation came when it was needed most. Faith still moves mountains. Miraculous stories of the healing power of prayer. Go to foxnewsbooks.com
2: to pre-order now. Balance of nature is whole produce. It contains all the vital parts in balance. Color, taste and smell, Keep you well. And that's what you get with Balance of Nature.
3: Start now by going to BalanceOfNature.com and don't forget to use discount code KMC.
0: When hope is hard to find, a new collection of real life stories from Fox News's Harris Faulkner reveals how salvation came when it was needed most. Faith still moves mountains. Miraculous stories of the healing power of prayer. Go to FoxNewsBooks.com to pre order now.
4: Our ministry will only grow, there will be many more followers. That I have chosen you twelve as my apostles. You're sending us? An apostle is the same as a messenger, one who... I know what it means, Matthew.
5: The acclaimed series returns in a unique theatrical experience.
4: I am sending you out two by two. You will proclaim as you go, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. You will heal the sick and the lame. You will cast out demons. Why are you all looking at me like that?
3: Could you just repeat that one more time? On November 18th, see Jesus through the eyes of those who followed him.
4: Heal the sick, cast out demons. Was that a
5: ceremony I missed?
4: This is it. Don't feel any different. I don't need you to feel anything to do great things.
5: The Chosen Season 3 begins with episodes 1 and 2 in theaters. Visit thechosentickets.com
3: today.
0: Breaking news on the trending technology you need and can't live without. Ari Zoldan of Quantum Media Group, exclusively on Kevin McCullough Radio.
7: So glad to have you with us and kind of feeling like things are back to normal today. We had Carol Markowitz join us earlier. We got KT McFarland on the show. And here's our third Tuesday contributor, Ari Zolden, back with Tech Tuesday. He had to go out of the country for a little while, you know, rough it. A place called uh, Morocco.
11: Is that where you went uh, there, uh, Ari? Uh, close, uh, close. We I was Monaco. in Monaco. Uh, we were in Mon- Monaco, Monaco at an incredible conference, um, the Rotoso Family Office Investment Summit. They they bring together uh, just phenomenal talent, influencers, all within the um, family office investment space and. Um, they just pulled together a great conference. so I, I ended yeah. up taking a day or two. And it's really,
7: it's day. really hard going to Monaco. I'm sure
11: it was a, it was a nice place to have a conference. That's for sure. I think <laughs> they
7: sell <laughs> insurance policies to people that tour, that do tourism through there that will actually pay you if they have bad days of weather. That's how perfect it is <laughs> uh, in in that region of the world. Anyway, welcome back. Good to have you. Um, we just spoke with Charles Sauer of Clear Markets, and he was talking about this anti-big tech legislation that. Uh, Both sides in the Senate seem to be advancing. Schumer and Klobuchar on the Democratic side are advancing it. Cruz and Hollings seem to be supporting it from the Republicans. Um, But it's targeting services like Amazon's prime shipping and uh, the the Google search engine's ability to help you find the smaller companies that you want to find and and so forth. And it seems like um, that the consumers kind of end up on the short end of the stick if this thing goes forward. What are your thoughts?
11: Yeah, I mean, certainly And if Prime goes away, I know that was that was game. That was one of the game changing things with with Amazon, Um, just that 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 free shipping um, overnight, almost same day shipping. Um, So, yeah, if situations like that are going to start happening regularly because of this bill, um, I I think it's not just going to create problems for Amazon, but Google and and the other big tech companies, Um, you know, thinking about the the story on more, I guess, of a holistic level. Um, You know, a lot of us are are here in part in in America, part of America is that we we believe in the American dream. Um, And I think when when bills get introduced like this, um, that are looking to break up big tech, it's kind of, well, you know, why constantly innovate? Why try to do better? Why grow larger if eventually we're going to bump up against government regulation? I kind of, you know, I feel like it defeats the purpose of the American dream.
7: Well, I think that's always been a tension that we have lived with. There's reasonable ways to do regulation in such a way that uh, because capitalism on fire without any kind of moral code can can hurt things as well, though I trust the free markets more than I trust government dictates. So I'm I'm going to always kind of side on the free market side. But I, I, I am with you, uh, Ari, on that. We have done so much to disincentivize entrepreneurs from trying to grow and trying to do better and trying to get bigger. And I think that only hurts innovation. I think it only hurts uh, competition. I think ultimately it hurts the number of options that the consumer has to choose from. And I don't think that
11: that helps anyone. Yeah. And the fabric, Kevin, of of this country, I mean, you know, we talk about entrepreneurship and and I've been to, you know, I, I don't know, 50, 60, 70 countries around the world. You know when when they think of American, and I ask, you know, I, I typically you know ask whether it's business leaders um, or, or heads of states that I'm that I'm meeting with over there. You know, you know, I always say, well, you know, what what impresses you about America? What's special about America? You know, why America? You know, and and nine out of 10 times, you know, the word of entrepreneurship and innovation and free thinking, you know, and land of opportunity. That's in their vernacular as it relates to to America. So, yeah, having having things like um, these bills that are looking to break up, um, you know, any industry, um, especially an industry like like tech um i think it's it's detrimental and detrimental to to innovation exactly what you said i mean i'm
7: i'm all in favor of someone saying to twitter uh, you've got to let you know all voices be represented I've, i've experienced the downside of their censorship but i don't know that that it's smart for the government to be the one that leads the the way on that i would rather the market tell twitter that they're wrong than have the government do it is usually how i would like that to 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 come about anyway, so uh, let 's talk about some of the other top headlines. Um, meta is in the news. Uh, they had planned on hiring a ton of people, but it looks like they may have to curb that what 's going on
11: yeah and it 's not just uh, it 's not just Facebook and not just meta the the company that owns Facebook um, but a lot of the the big tech companies are either cutting back on hiring or, or putting i 'm hearing a lot of a lot of hiring freezes, but specifically as, as it relates to to Facebook, um, they have this huge initiative uh, into the metaverse. They were planning to hire up to 10,000, specifically 10,000 engineers. They cut that down uh, about 30%. So they're only going to be hiring between six and 7,000 engineers. And, and that's a, that's a blow. Um, I do believe, though, that that's temporary. That's because of market conditions. And, um, you know, Zuckerberg came out saying that he, he does have to, you know, scale back, uh, lean and mean and, and take a position and focus, you know, in the short term on, on profits and and, and revenue drivers, but um, a metaverse is something that's you know not here today but will be tomorrow. Um, but this is this is where Facebook is investing in. I'm a huge advocate of the metaverse it's it's web three it's where things are going in this digital economy um, and I, And I do think you know we touched upon innovation and entrepreneurship um, previously, Kevin and you know when we talk about you know ever evolving technology. And entrepreneurship, there are so many opportunities right now um, for engineers and creators and developers um, to be able to build products and service in the metaverse. So, um, yeah, would love to continue to have that conversation with you. Yeah.
7: Well, i'm sure we will as uh, it goes forward because it's not it's certainly not going to roll back. It may just grow a little slower than they had anticipated hey there's this other story that was in the post today uh british Army's YouTube and Twitter accounts hacked by crypto scammers i got I got a kind of a personal connection to this. not that I know anybody in the British Army, but um I had a very good friend who lives in Southern California who had her Instagram. Uh, completely taken over by a group that was just basically scamming people uh, on cryptocurrency they were saying uh, they they posed in her voice they made it appear as though she had posted things for cryptocurrency. What happened in the british army 's instance
11: yeah so so they they took over their their twitter uh, handles their youtube handles um, and they put an image up of of an nft um, and again this is This is opportunities that these cyber criminals see in terms of promoting their brand. Um, You know, you look at British, you know, they've got all these large organizations have huge social followings. So why not take over some of their handles and start promoting their own their own initiative? And and, you know, unfortunately, we're going to be seeing, I think, a lot more of this um, as I think, you know, Leaks, not only leaks start happening, but um, vulnerabilities within the networks um, and especially a lot of the cyber criminals out there. They're extremely, extremely sophisticated um, and they don't stop. Um, so as, as good and great as the technologies out there that's trying to defend it, um, I do believe that the criminals are, are always going to be one step ahead of us, which which makes it very challenging for the industry.
7: All right. Ari Zolden, always appreciate it. Thank you, sir. And that's your Tech Tuesday, friends. Kevin McCullough coming back with my final thought.
4: Our ministry will only grow. There will
7: be many more
4: followers, but I have chosen you 12 as my apostles. You're sending us? An apostle is the same as a messenger, one who... they know what it means, Matthew.
5: The acclaimed series returns in a unique theatrical experience.
4: I am sending you out two by two. You will proclaim as you go, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. You will heal the sick and the lame. You will cast out demons why are you all looking at me
3: like that could you just repeat that one more time on november 18th see jesus through the eyes of those who followed him
4: heal the sick
3: cast out demons
4: was that a ceremony i missed this is it I don't feel any different i don't need you to feel anything to do great things
5: the chosen season three begins with episodes one and two in theaters visit thechosentickets.com today
7: code KMC.
0: What you need to know when you need it. It's Kevin McCullough Radio.
7: All right, Kevin McCullough, very glad to have you. Thank you for being here. Uh, Last week with the March for Life, particularly on Friday and the uh, goings-ons in the Washington Capitol and all that... um, all that we've we've talked about uh, in relationship to Roe v. Wade being overturned in the last year, um, it uh, it is a, it is a reminder that while there are sometimes victories, there's still a lot of work to be done. Uh, Allie Beth Stuckey, who has been a guest on this show and uh, someone that I greatly admire, uh, started doing commentary when she was very very young, so she was the conservative millennial or something like that. And then she, she grew up and got married and has a kid now and all these other things. But uh, her, her uh, handle I think is still conserve uh on Twitter. Uh, but she posted this weekend. There is simply no way for a Christian to vote for this person or this party. And what was she talking about? She was responding to a tweet that said the following today should have been the 50th anniversary of Roe v. Wade. Instead, MAGA Republican officials are waging a war on women's rights to make their own health care decisions. But this fight isn't over. That, that tweet is substantially false, by the way. um, it wasn't just MAGA Republican officials. It was the majority of the Supreme Court that said that Roe v. Wade was wrongfully decided, that it was not, it was not within the purview of the federal government to establish a right to kill a preborn child. That's all that Hobbes did. Roe v. Wade was a bogus false Determination that said that the federal government did have the right to restrict states' abilities to ban abortion. But long story short, the person who said this was, of course, President Biden. And he said the fight isn't over. And I want you to think about that. How twisted and perverse must a person's soul be? to demand that a fight go forward to keep killing innocent children because his wrongful assertion that women's rights to make their own health care decisions is also false. Women have the right to not have children and they have the right to, to not put themselves in a situation where they get pregnant. How we've gotten to the point where we've treated women as though they're completely helpless. That somehow they got impregnated. Miraculously. By accident. No one intended at all. They were just walking down the street one day and bingo, they were with child. No, their rights have not been taken away. Their rights to do whatever they want to do without hurting someone else has been taken away. Because that someone else that gets hurt, that gets killed in the abortion, is in fact a human themselves. Many of them, 50% of them, female. I'm Kevin McCullough.